Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. But not this version. <laughs> I like the like slow version that makes you just emotional as you're like raising a glass, cheers in, tearing up like 2023, baby, let's go. Another year. We made it. I didn't want the depressing stuff yet. It's too early for that. So I go with the bag the bagpipe version. The rock version. Oh, that's what this is? This yeah, is th- the Red Hot Chili Pipers. This is the version that DJs out there listening that are playing tomorrow should not download. Do not have this in your Serato. It's not going to hit. <laughs> I've DJed a few gigs in New York City on New Year's Eve. It's always wild. It's always crazy. It, it never goes as planned. There's too many people. Somebody's trying to get in. Somebody doesn't have a ticket. Somebody's too drunk before it starts. Um, <laughs> some of the stories that I have from those days, I don't even remember really. Um, I remember one time, me and my boy, we DJed this party at a place. I, I couldn't even tell you now because I was like, I think I was underage. I was 19 when, when we did it. And it was crazy. We had the back room and I don't know, some janky promoters didn't pay us. And so <laughs> me, my boy, my brother and a couple friends we were with, they didn't pay us at the end of the night. So we went home with a few bottles. We just, you know, took some Smirnoff, took some Absolute, took some Jack Daniels, kind of paid ourselves, kind of paid ourselves. But that's what happens, New Year's, right? Promoter tells you, okay, we got you guys. And I think it was something cheap, too. Like I said, I was 19. I think they were going to pay us both, like, 300 cash. And at the end of the night, promoter was gone. I'm like, man, we just rocked this party for the whole night. We didn't get paid. Like, all right, well, take whatever you want from the bar. And the people that were in there didn't even care. Like, whatever, go for it. It was like one of those things where they rent out the venue. They don't really own the venue. They're just in there for the night. And that was a long time ago. I'm trying to think back. 19? I was 15 years ago. I'm washed. And I know I'm washed because, like, Tiger Woods is 47 today. LeBron is 38 today. Anywho, uh, let's get to these calls, man. I'm on till 10, and I'd like to talk to as many of you as possible. This is my last show of the year. Uh, sending a big thank you out to everyone who supported me this year, who called my show, 
who tweeted at me, at Keith McPherson, wherever you follow people, uh, real name, no gimmicks, first name, last name. My mom came up with it, and I stuck with it. So uh, if you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll try and get to you in this next three-hour window, and we're all over the place. Everything I kind of mentioned in the open and anything sports-related we can hit on, and then we'll mix in a little bit of New Year's Eve conversation. Uh, I'll mix in some storytelling, and uh, we'll reflect on the year that was. I'll try and think back to some of the uh, moments from my year at WFAN and uh, this year in sports as well. Starting us off, my guy Josh in the Bronx. You know that. What's up, Josh? I'm telling you, I'll, I'll make it quick. You know, this is amazing. The Giants, they only have one win in the division against the, the Washington guys. And yep. They have a shot, again, at winning at home and making the playoffs. Oh, who would have thought, Keith? Anyways, I want to tell you, Happy New Year. I don't... I myself don't consider the new year until the first day of spring, but it is what it is. So you know, because of the winter and everything, when you when you go home tonight, and you know you turn the page into the new year, man, nothing but the best. Thank you for taking my call. I'm going to listen to everybody, man. Have a fantastic new year. And again, thank you for taking my call. All my calls this year. Thank of course, you. happy new year, Josh. You Thanks too. for the call. Mm-hmm. Josh is very supportive. Josh is someone that from the, you know, you guys hear Josh from the Bronx call a fan. I don't have to tell you, but from the first time I got on the fan, tweeting at me before the show kind of gets me fired up. Because if, if I'm thinking nobody cares to listen to my show, I know Josh is. I know Josh is like, Keith, you on tonight? Getting ready. KM to AM. And then he's on on the on hold. He's one of the first people uh, on the line ready to call in. So I'm, I'm glad we let off with Josh. And yeah, going back to what he said about the Giants, like this is <laughs> this is a year that Giants fans, I mean, what more could you ask for? What more could you ask for in year 1? There are teams around this league that are jealous of what you were able to do in year 1 under a new GM first year, new head coach first year, right? Um Nathaniel Hackett in Denver didn't get to finish this year. Fired him. And there's going to be some more firings. There's going to be some more movement, right? Um, the Giants almost hired Matt Rule a couple years back. He got fired. I don't even think he made it to the midseason. So for Giants fans that last year were sick about where the team was, you know, for Giants fans that uh, just felt like, you know, they lost the Giants' way, the Giants' culture, you know, the G-men and Big Blue did not seem like, you know, the big blue and G-men of the past that won Super Bowls and uh, played tough football, well, I think the future is bright. And Josh mentioned that they they only won one division game. That's crazy. That's, you know, you got to handle business in the division. That's just what they say in football. You got to win your division games. But, I mean, with this new playoff format and the Giants being able to beat teams like the Ravens and the Packers and the Titans, you know, win those games outside of their division, steal those games, look where they're at. Where they're at. I didn't believe in them. I didn't believe in the Jets or the Giants, man. I mean, I don't believe in them making a run either, but I mean, I would like to see the Jets and Giants make it just for the story, just for the conversation on the fan, just for the people that call the fan. As an NFL fan, I'd rather see some other teams in there, uh, but it's a good year for Giants fans. Could be a good year for the Jets fans, but I feel like depending on how this season ends, uh, whether they, you know, miss the playoffs, you know, the pain. Jets fans are going to complain. They're going to have a lot to say. 
And if they make the playoffs and they're one and done, I I, I guess that can soften the blow a little bit. But uh, this year is going to be all about that number two overall pick that wears number two. When you look back in history for Jets fans, they're going to talk about the second year for this quarterback not going so great and a team being ahead of schedule but just not having the right guy under center. Let's see what Mike White can do. Let's keep the phones rolling. Um, Steve in Nanuet, New York, on the fan. Hey, hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Happy New Year. You're Steve. I'm Keith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Keith. Oh, my God. I guess I'm a little nervous. Hey, Keith, happy New Year. Thanks for taking the call. Keith, I'm calling. Uh, I appreciate taking the call. The first time calling to your show. But I'm calling because I'm headed out west. Uh, my brother, who is like a father to me, uh, moved out there, you know, 30 years ago. Settled down, had a family, uh, had a son. But unfortunately, just uh, just recently, the uh, my nephew, his son, passed away. So we're kind of going to go out there. I can only imagine how difficult the time it is for him on the holidays. Hopefully, we can provide a little distraction to him, give him a little love and support. Uh, but maybe uh, maybe hit a couple of games. My my two favorite teams, uh, Islanders. Uh, we won't talk hockey. I know how that goes. But uh, the and uh, the Jets are out there, so we might hit those games. And and uh, I'm just happy that my Jets are you know still in it. They make it you know they always make it dramatic and see what they can do out there. Sorry to hear that news, but yeah, go out there and make the most of it and and be there for each other. And uh, you know I, I try to talk hockey a little bit. The Islanders are going to face the Kraken. <laughs> On Sunday, and uh, that'll be after the Jets face the Seahawks. You're going to try and see both of those games. Uh, the first one might be a little difficult. We'll be fresh off the plane, but uh, we could we could happen. Don't have the tickets yet. Uh, definitely going out to see the Kraken. Awesome, man. Enjoy it, and and you know, condolences once again. Sorry to hear that news. It is tough to hear that, especially around the holiday time. But you find strength in family and friends and other people, and uh, I'm sure you guys will be there for them. Yeah, that's the hope. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for the call, Steve. Yeah, that's another thing. As we end another year, uh, you know, whenever I hear the Auld Lang Syne, you know, I, I always uh, think about, you know, they do the year in review and, and they flash all the people that we lost. We th- we lost some important people this year. We lost a lot of influential, famous people. I feel like it's every year, but I think when they, when they roll that, you're going to be like, wow, um, a lot of big names and don't take it for granted, man, uh, to be healthy, to be alive, to see another year, uh, for your family members to be healthy, be alive, and make it through another year. Don't take it for granted. You know, Love on the people that you have around you, friends, family. Call who you got to call. Text who you got to call. And uh, celebrate the new year because not everybody gets to see 2023. Mark is in Middle Village next up on the fan. Go for it, Mark. Yeah, how you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I, I'm just curious. I've been trying to get through it. I'm glad I reached you. Great show. Appreciate your perspective. Uh, how about trading to Arizona for the left fielder McCarthy, uh, Josh Donaldson, and maybe a, a minor league prospect, and pay most of uh, Donaldson's contract? What do you think about that? I think if anybody takes on Josh Donaldson, it would be with the Yankees picking up some of that contract. This Jake McCarthy kid, his name has been floated around uh, after the the Blue Jays made that trade with the Diamondbacks. Maybe, maybe. And, and I think that the Yankees are more inclined to make a trade 
for a left fielder, then sign a left fielder or even go with what they have internally. And this whole week we, we've been talking about it. That's on Cashman to figure out. And we got to just trust that Cashman will get it done. I can't call it. But, you know, why would the Diamondbacks want to give up a 25-year-old guy for a 36-going-on 37-year-old third baseman in Josh Donaldson who's deteriorating? I don't know. You got to give to get. And uh, there's not many teams that are trying to give the Yankees more than they get. They're trying to fleece the Yankees. And to get a left fielder, a starting left fielder, a good caliber left fielder that the Yankees are looking for, someone that can, you know, potentially lead off, uh, contact hitter. I don't know. I'm not I'm not that deep in it, you know. I, I'd have to be a GM if I knew. I, I'm leaving that to Cashman. But uh, with what you suggested, thanks for the call, Mark. Maybe, I don't know, Josh Donald. I just don't, I think, Josh, you don't start any trade conversations with Josh Donaldson. I honestly think when the Yankees took on Josh Donaldson, they didn't start that conversation with Josh Donaldson. That conversation started with probably IKF because IKF was traded twice last offseason and he was the apple of the Yankees' eye. Brian Cashman just wanted him so bad. That was the guy. The Yankees stopped gap shortstop and they wanted Gary Sanchez out of here and they wanted to try and get something for Gary Sanchez. So those conversations probably went, ah. Okay, we understand you want IKF, and I guess we'll give Gary Sanchez a shot, but how about Gio Urshela? And you take on Josh Donaldson's money so that we can bring in Carlos Correa for a year because we can't pay him unless you take that $21 million from Josh Donaldson. And Brian Cashman said, sold, sold. <laughs> I still feel like Cashman needs to redeem himself from that trade. Maybe he can do that with the left fielder trade. I give him credit for the Harrison Bader trade, but we're waiting to see who's in left field. It, it can't be Estevan Florial. It can't be a combination of Florial, Cabrera, Hicks. This is a championship team. You're supposed to be going all in. You add Carlos Rodon. You still have the same lineup. You still pretty much have the same team. Uh, actually, less because no nobody expects Aaron Judge to hit 62 homers. Nobody expects him to be the same exact player he was last year or produce at the you know level that he did last year, he's going to still be Aaron Judge. He's still going to be good, but this Yankees team is the same. They haven't added any other bats or uh, offensive weapons to this team, so it leads you to believe like they haven't changed much. I, I know I mentioned Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader was here for October and a little bit of September. You got to see him in the postseason, and he played out of his mind. He, he was hitting home runs, and I don't expect him to be that guy uh, through eight months of next season. They got to get some kind of bat in here. I don't know if, if uh, DJ is going to be healthy to lead off. That's why I mentioned this left fielder might be a leadoff hitter, a guy with speed that could steal bases, hit for contact. Who knows? Three months. Three months till opening day. The Yankees have three months to figure that out. I'm not worried about it. But I just don't think that anyone is in a rush to take Josh Donaldson off the Yankees' hands. Not only is Josh Donaldson expensive, he's not good. Um, not only is he not good, he's annoying. Like Nobody wants to bring that guy into their clubhouse. Nobody wants to add that guy on their team. We, as Yankees fans, thought it might have been a good idea. No, we didn't. I was on air when it broke, when it happened. We were all thinking there was another deal or something going on or he would be moved. And then when you realized the price tag attached to him, you knew that you couldn't flip him and trade him elsewhere. And it was kind of a head-scratcher because you're like, Garrett Cole? This is a bounce-back year for Garrett Cole. Didn't he call out Cole for the spider tack? 
You're bringing that guy into this clubhouse? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it, I guess, you know, it didn't go that bad. It, it could have been worse. But all in all, the Josh Donaldson experiment in, in pinstripes, I'm good on it. He, I never was a big fan of the guy, and I really am not trying to see him take another at-bat for the New York Yankees. But I don't get to press the buttons on the uh, trade machine. I don't get to call other teams up. So I don't know. I'm a radio host. I talk to you guys about it. You guys know just as much as I know until we know. And so we wait. Moving right along here. Back to the Bronx we go. Tony in the BX on the fan. Hello, Tony. <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm great, man. Just uh, Friday night, passing the time, hopefully entertaining some people out there stuck in traffic or, you know, kicking back, having a beer, and uh, getting into the new year. Yeah, it was it's, uh, Keith, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, man. It's my second time calling. Uh, I got, a, I got the, uh, the treat to... Uh, to, to talk to you when you first got on, man, about a month in. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't going to call. I told you at the time, but, you know, I was so pleasantly surprised that, uh, you know, that you were awesome, you know what I mean, that you were cool. And uh, I liked everything about you. So uh, I called in that time, and uh, and I'm, tonight I'm, like, surprised you just dropped it on me that you said uh, it's your last show of the year. So, man, it's an honor, man, last show of the year. I got in and I uh, got to uh, – I got to go ahead and uh, kick it with you a little bit. Thanks, and, Tony. Appreciate it. I don't exactly remember the first call, but that doesn't matter. As long yeah. as you remember and uh, you were supportive then, and then, you know, a whole calendar year later, here we are. Thanks for calling back. Yeah, yeah. My wife loves you more than I do, by the way, but that's another story. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. What's her name? Jessica. Jessica. What's up, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> and she has it on the car, man. She's on shopping. And she has it on the car because I told her, I said, I got in, I'm on hold. I text her. She didn't get back to me on the text, so I don't know if she's listening or not. But listen. <laughs> got to hit the um, app. You got to hit the app later and go back to like 720 on the app and get her <laughs> shout out for her. <laughs> yeah, Raleigh. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you, man. Uh, when you drop things on the air, I listen to you, man. I get a treat listening to you, man. You know, I don't drop in, man, and call you or anything, but I do listen. But, you know, you when you drop things uh, here um, for your listeners, like you dropped that FIFA undercover, uh, uncovered uh, here, the documentary on the Qatar uh, World Cup and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and you were kicking it on that, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and you know, popping off the knowledge that you had, and you were, like, so honest about it. You didn't have all of it. But you know what? I saw that four-piece documentary because you dropped it. And I was like, wow, man, I was so informative. And then I got to watch the games, too, man. Yep. And... Believe it or not, man, I went out and uh, the USA games, of course, and then I went out to watch them. And a lot of the people, soccer fans, they watched it. They saw that documentary. I was like, damn, man, only the only soccer fans would watch that. You know what I mean? So it wasn't something like like NBA uh, fans or uh, MLB fans would just go out of their way to watch, unless somebody like you drops it on them. So I appreciate you dropping that on me, man. But that was so informative, man. That's a lot of history those people got, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and for me, I just, you know, going into the World Cup, I needed more knowledge. And I didn't understand um, some of the drama and scandal around Qatar hosting. And then I I watched that, and I read a couple things, and I'm like, what is going on here? It made it more interesting, more compelling to watch because I'm not that big of a soccer fan. Keith, you see Clint being there? Keith, Clint was there thinking he got it, man. And he was so disappointed with that look on that face, you know? I was like, wow, man. They did Clint like that? 
So it was so informative, man. It was just corrupt. That's why it all came crashing down. I'm sure it was the U.S. that put the price of the mother on them, you know? So Yeah, and then you know happened. what? I was jaded by it by the end. I, I didn't even watch France-Argentina. Uh, France, Grant Wall passed, and we heard some other things that were going on with um, an I Iranian player who was being prosecuted uh, for going there and and promoting women's rights, they said they were gonna they were gonna kill that man, and I was like, all right, this is toxic. I didn't even watch the best game of all time in the World Cup, so you know, <laughs> so they say. I just I didn't wake up yeah. that morning to watch it because I was like, whatever. I'm over the World Cup. I felt like it was tainted. I felt like it was just like a lot of negative energy around it. But anyway, Keith, I feel I feel real good, man. That you're the future of the station, man. I really feel good about that. But let me get in on what I really called about. Um, I can't drop anything on, on uh, college football. I know you're asking for that, man, but my brother went to Michigan. I'm, I'll be a Wolverines fan. If I watch the game, it's going to be the, um, the Wolverines that I'm rooting for, you know? Yeah. And I know the whole, uh, I know the whole uh, Buckeye uh, rivalry and everything. Uh, so, uh, you know, but that's it for me. That's all you got on me. But for me, as far as what I, the reason I called uh, was for the Yanks. You know, my thing when you just dropped a little bit on cash, you know, my thing is, we signed, what, uh, Darnish, uh, Danish last night? Um, what, your 5 ERA, you know, as a reliever? I mean, we haven't made many moves, but, you know, and we did get Rondon, man, and I got the, the uh, you know, I got the impression that uh, Cash is just going to keep doing what he's doing, man. It's just coming from higher up, man. We're just going to stand pat, man, just when something opens up and just go ahead and take it, but there's nothing. There's like no plan to go out and get anybody. It's just the way it is, you know. And that's what I think is happening. And it's always probably going to happen that we're just going to go on the field with what we got and just hope that we can just, you know, step up and not go through slumps. But when we go through slumps, those are extended slumps, man. Yep. Those are so. Those slumps are, are just so long. I'm telling you, it's longer like a breakup. You know how it takes time to heal after a breakup. It's longer than that, bro. That's how long it is. You know what I mean? So it's like unbelievable, man, with us, with the slump. So I don't think that we're going to make any moves. I hope we do get some offense, some bats, you know, because we can't go through this. I, the same thing with you, man, with LeMayhew, man. I hope he comes back and gives us something because he was a power hitter, man. He was a, a singles, and he was always on base, you know. I can't, and, rely, and on it. can't rely on him coming back. So that's that's he's a question mark, too. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to do anything, and I got to take a break, but I appreciate the call, Tony. Thank you, and Happy, Happy New Year. What I'll say to that is I don't know if they're going to do anything. They've got three months to do something. They, I don't expect them to go buy a left fielder. They're running out of options. Um, my guy Matt from MLB Network suggested Andrew McCutcheon, and I'm like, I guess. Does he have unfinished business here? He strikes me as a guy that likes his beard. I don't think he wants to come back to New York. And he's old. I'd like to see them get a younger player. The Yankees have been struggling to find someone to, to play left field. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Every day, the last few seasons. Trade for a younger guy like Jake McCarthy, who's 25, that could potentially be there for years to come. But I don't know those answers. I'm a fan like you're a fan. I host a show on The Fan where you call up and speculate, and we talk about it. Call me up, and we'll continue to do that. Now let's hit the break. I'll be right back after this. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Right back at it on the fan. Keep McPherson checking in till 10 p.m. Thanks for joining us. Drive safe wherever you are. Whatever you're doing on this nice Friday night. It's a football Friday. But I've got eyes on the New Jersey Devils. More than the uh, football that was on. I was watching Notre Dame, South Carolina. Let me check back in on that game. Because that game was crazy for a bit. I saw a couple touchdowns in a matter of minutes. Oh, that game is over now. Notre Dame wins 45-38 over South Carolina. Uh, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. That was a good one. I'm sure you'll see the highlights from that. And, uh, yeah, college football playoff tomorrow. I mean, even if you don't care too much about it, you may care to bet on it. You may care to place a couple wagers on it. Real quick, did you see the Mayo Bowl today? The Duke's Mayo Bowl? I saw, like, a oh no, I saw this weird, like, uh, video of someone chugging mayonnaise. Yeah, so that was a fan in the crowd chugging mayo. So, <laughs> what was it? It was Ma- Maryland won. That that was the Mayo Bowl. Maryland won, and the guy and the coach of Maryland got his a uh, a bucket of mayo dumped over his head. Yeah, I, I'm good on the mayonnaise. I don't understand why that's a thing. I guess because they were sponsored, but like NC State. So 16-12, Maryland beat NC State. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. You just missed the Penguins score. Penguins uh, take the lead first. one oh, nothing. Geno Malkin. Yeah, easy money for him right there. Oh, yeah. Anywho, uh, Barstool Sports has a bowl game now. Yeah. The Arizona Bowl is on. Ohio versus Wyoming. And uh, coming up at 8, Tennessee versus Clemson. That should be a good one. Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, it's Orange Bowl. So that that's the actually Orange like bowl. named ball. Yep. Um, and then other than that, that's it for tonight. One of the, my favorite names today, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, like the Frosted Flakes Tony the Tiger. Yeah, bro. I mean, whoever bids on these bowl games, uh, it goes to the highest bidder. Yeah. I was uh, talking to DA about it earlier, about the mayo thing, and I was like, I know Hellman's mayo. I don't. I never even heard of Duke's mayo. Yeah, that's the right? thing. It's Is like, it, I don't, when I don't, you think mayo, I just think Hellman's. Or Miracle Whip, I think. Miracle right? Whip, sure. Duke's? But they did it up well, like their social media, the Duke Twitter Mayo thing. They did it up really well. They knew how to ca- capitalize on all the attention they were getting. The bidding is millions, I would assume. 
Yeah, right, right. millions oh, yeah. to be the official advertiser of these bowl games and official sponsor. Uh, the Pinstripe Bowl that happened yesterday, Bad Boy Mowers sponsored the Pinstripe Bowl. And I remember when they came in, I was like, well, what kind of name is that to slap on a bowl game? I forget who was the sponsor in years before. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Highest bidder wins. And it's college football. And I was just talking about these NIL deals and the money in college football and the transfer portal with these kids. College football is professional football now. College football is not amateur football. There's so much money and so many things that go into it now. Uh, these kids leave from high school into college. They are commodities. They are businesses. They are small brands. Uh, what was I watching yesterday? Oh, I was watching. Uh, I watched the first episode of Deion Sanders' Amazon Prime show. I can't think of what it's called now, but it's it's pretty much just uh, his you know season last season with Jackson State University coaching them. Uh, what is it called? Before Prime and After Prime? Yeah, Before Prime and After Prime. And it was pretty good. First episode was well shot, well done. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of that. I don't really get to watch too many things. I either fall asleep or don't care. I watch live sports. I can't stream anything. I can't get into any movies or shows or series. It's just not important to me. A live game, I have the capacity to watch. A live game, I can sit down for two, three hours and, and take in a whole game. And then I don't even remember that sometimes. You know, I think that's an interesting thing about like sports and media and radio hosts. Like one of the big reasons why I don't get on the radio and act like I know everything is because I know I don't. I don't remember everything. My brain doesn't work like that. I know there's some people that just remember every single player and stat and game that they've seen. I don't have that much uh, memory. Like I can't just store all of that. I've, I've forgotten it. There are live games that I was at that I've forgotten. That they're not that important to retain, and you can Google them. So. Anyway, call me up, man, 877-337-6666. We're just hanging out tonight, a Friday night, my last show of the year. Happy to be here and, uh, you know, just taking your calls, trying to get as many of you on the fan to ask your questions or express your thoughts and takes. Uh, obviously, it's a football Friday, so we know Jet Seahawks out there in Seattle. Win and you stay alive right here in New Jersey. The Giants will host the Colts, and, and they're not supposed to lose to the Colts. They're not supposed to lose to uh, Jim Irsay and Jeff Saturday. They should smack them. Like, wouldn't it be grand if the Giants just came out and scored 10 every quarter? I was talking about this last night. Score 10 in the first quarter, 10 in the second quarter, 10 in the third quarter, and defense hold them to, like, 10 points, and you can get some guys off their feet in the fourth quarter, and uh, the New Year's Eve celebrations carry into New Year's Day. And, I mean, if you're drinking on New Year's Eve and then plan on going to the game, that's just going to roll, you know. Ball drops at 12, you're at the tailgate 8 a.m. And if the ball drops at 12, the bars close at 4 in New York. Uh, parties goes at, like, you got a good weekend ahead. And the temperature is right. It's not 10 degrees out here. So we're blessed. And uh, another year is coming to the end. Call me up if you'd like to also reflect on some of your favorite WFAN moments. I was thinking, I was like, what did this year start with for me? And then with the Devils on, I'm like, this year started with me choosing the Devils. Oh, and uh, Throwing the jersey. And throwing the jersey that I literally had no, I, I learned some stuff this year. Um, and Boomer, and me and Boomer having a conversation uh, that no one will ever hear, but a good conversation. And uh, this whole thing around the Devils and 
the Rangers and me tossing the jersey. I literally just used it as a prop. Had no idea what was going on. I was like, rough start to the year. Rough start to the year. But all is well that ends well. It was harmless. The key and for the New Year's, don't drop before the ball. That's always my rule of thumb. Oh, the yeah. The person yeah, yeah, can't yeah, yeah, drop yeah. before the ball drops. Yeah. New Year's is a combination of amateur hour folks that like they they can't hold their liquor they don't go out that much but this is the one night that i'm gonna get dressed up and i'm gonna black out and then you mix them with the thirstiest of the thirsty drinkers that like they drink all the time yep and the ones that just go to new year's even like a hoodie and sweats yeah you got the, the, you're stepping into their arena the people just come out the first group of people like they got the button downs on they make sure they get the fresh cut they got the cologne on and they're running into the people just sitting on the side of the bar get a t-shirt on get some sweats on just pounding back have you ever paid your way into like a bar or a club for new year's i'll never do it again i did it uh maybe max two or three times i've never gone to times square and i obviously i've been here 35 plus years on this earth never did the times square thing because you're a new yorker it. you right. know i don't need not... to do it i did a what did i do i did a cruise once i did a booze cruise around okay. manhattan once or twice i think i was there fireworks involved in that i think i'm i i yeah, don't think i sure. ever did that one but i i definitely thought about doing that i, yeah, don't I did know. that a while they're ago. hard to remember man you're either blacked out or pretty drunk on New Year's. It's hard to remember what you did on New Year's, but I'm just over the, like, pay 250 It's open bar and hors d'oeuvres all night. It's and always, the past five to ten years, it's always been, not house party, but you grab a whole bunch of people together and you pick someone's house and you go there. Yep. We, it, it doesn't have to get lit. It doesn't have to go nuts. But we, you, you want to be with your friends. Be, your, be around people be you around know. Be around people you lo- know and you love. You know, I don't like the wild card of New Year's. I just thought of a story that came back to me. I'm from Jersey. I'm from the Shore area. There's this bar called Porta in Asbury Park. I call it the Porter Potty because it is, yeah. Um, I haven't been there in a long time. Sorry if, if you're a Porta fan. But back when I was going there, I remember I went to New Year's there. Maybe it was 2014, 15, maybe 16. And uh, everyone is packed in there. Everyone's trying to get a drink. And um, I ended up getting smacked in the face by some girl that thought that I touched her because I was standing behind her, but another guy touched her. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just trying to get a drink. She's like, don't touch me. Don't effing touch me. I'm like, yo, this is exactly why I don't. I'm, I was like, at the time, pretty sober. I'm like, this is exactly why I don't come out here on New Year's Eve. There's amateur hour people. There's people that are already too drunk. There's people that are swinging on people. I just got swung on. By a young girl that just smacked me in the face, thought I touched her, and I'm just trying to get a beer. I'm just trying to get my first beer in here. So I'd rather now, I'm older now, I've learned, I'd rather go get my little six-pack, maybe 12-pack, my little bottle of whatever, and be around people that I know so there are no wild cards. There are no people that just, like, can't control themselves or that are looking to, like, make a scene. That's all, that's all, New, Year's Eve, that's all New Year's Eve is. It's a scene. It's a scene. If you're going to Times Square, I, I never want to be in that scene. I never want to be in that movie. I worked at 1515 Broadway uh, at MTV, and I remember coming in like a day or two after, and there was confetti everywhere. It was a mess. And I'm like, I could not m- imagine being one of those people that gets trapped in there and like can't go to the bathroom, and people are like wearing Depends. Yeah. All right, we're taking the show in the wrong direction. Back to the sports. Who do I have on the line? Hello, Karen in Malvern, New York. You're on the fan. Peter McPherson, thanks so much for taking our call. How are you tonight? I'm great. Thanks for calling up. Thanks. You know, my family and I are huge fans. 
fans. We would listen all day long, and we're super excited to be uh, listening to you, and we're super excited about the Jets game coming up this Sunday. Awesome. We were talking about Jets were just plagued by injuries this year. Yeah, Brees Hall I think about a lot. I'm like, how different would this season be if they had Brees Hall? Especially when, like, you know, they're they're down to Bam Knight. And, uh, you know, if you had Brees Hall, he would have been able to save Zach Wilson some. He would have probably broken some runs that won the Jets a couple games. Uh, you know, Vera Tucker, their O-line has been banged up all year. But that's the NFL. You know, every team goes through it. Yeah, my son Joey was saying about Vera Tucker, too, uh, the, the injury there. He's got a lot to say about this subject. Um, he's sitting here with me right now. Do you mind if I have him jump in? Not at all. What's up? Hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. I just, um, I thought the Jets had so many injuries this season, and if they didn't have all of them, if they didn't have the Mike White injury a few weeks ago, maybe they would have. They would have won against the Lions, against the Jaguars. Maybe, maybe. I think Mike White gives them an opportunity to steal that Lions game for sure. Uh, I think Mike Mike White maybe even gives them a chance to compete against the Jaguars. Like Chris Streveler was able to move the ball. And, uh, you know, like I just said, in the NFL, it's a rough game. These guys are banging into each other for 17 games and, uh, these guys are getting hurt left and right, and all teams have to figure out, you know, who's going to step up. But, yeah, for the Jets, you know, they've had some tough luck, even with the receivers, right? With uh, Mims went down last week and Corey Davis missed some time. Um, you need your weapons. You need everybody. You need, you know, Quinnen Williams missed that uh, Lions game, I believe. So, yeah, injuries derail a season. And uh, for the Jets, they were close this year, right? They won some games. If they had better health, maybe they'd – have a little bit better record, but they still have two chances here to fight and get their way in. Yeah, I'm just really, ner- I'm really nervous. I've never done something like this before. <laughs> hey, but that's a good feeling to have, right? Because when you win, it is even more exhilarating, right? When you win, the nervousness goes away, and it is just exciting. So going with confidence. But it's good to feel nervous, right? Because in the past years, I know you're only eight years old, so you might not remember some of those past Jets seasons. But in the past years, there was no nervousness in January watching the Jets play. There was no nervousness in December watching the Jets play. So at least you get meaningful football this weekend and enjoy with your family. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, guys. I got to take a break here. Keep McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. We'll be back after this quick timeout. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. (laughs) We got all kinds of beats up here at WFN. We got mystical beats coming in. In, in the year 2022, going to 2023, you can hear Mystical on 1019 FM. <laughs> I'm looking at Paulie laughing. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan, hanging out. I mean, we're already like 90 minutes into this show. This is only a three and a half hour show, so I've got two more hours from here, and I got to get to the calls faster. But, you know, we got another break coming up. 
and another update coming up. So I'm not going to take a call now and then uh, be short on your time. So Rob, Ross, Nick, Giovanni, Zach, I see you guys. Stay where you are. We will get to the phones faster. We're kind of just moving around here and uh, talking about all types of different things in the sports world. Uh, got eyes on the Devils game. Devils are down one nothing. And uh, looking at college football, just the scores, waiting on this uh, Tennessee-Clemson game to start. I think that's going to be a good one. College football playoff tomorrow. And then you've got Jets, Seahawks out at Lumen Field in Seattle. And uh, you've also got right here at MetLife Stadium, the Giants-Colts. And these are big games. These are big games. And when you think about the year, and we're at the end of a year, and you think about New York football and where we were at the end of last year, right? the conversation last year was all about the draft and who were they going to pick. And I think both teams hit on their picks for sure, but the focus wasn't on the matchups, right? The focus wasn't on what are they going to do to win Sunday. It didn't matter. And I think as a football fan, all you can hope for is year to year that your team gets better. And I think the teams here in New York took big steps forward this year. We'll see if they end up in the playoffs. I think the Giants are obviously in. Um, the Jets a little bit harder road here these last two weeks, and they need some help. But still a positive change, right, over, you know, year to year. Uh, a positive change from where you were. And I think the future is bright on both sides. So for fans here, all we can hope for is that they keep building on it. Uh, all we can hope for is that they win this week. And that gives us another week to talk about matchups and uh, speculate and try and figure out what's going to happen. We don't know. But uh, I think it's a winnable game for the Jets, a definitely winnable game for the Giants. And as I look around the NFL at the rest of the games, I'm on a little bit of a break from betting on the NFL. I took L's all year, and uh, I'm in the championship for fantasy football, so I will definitely win 300 this weekend whether I win or lose, 800 if I somehow defeat Cameron Mabin's team, but I don't expect to do that. His team is stacked. Uh, but looking at you know some of these games coming up this weekend and the spreads and the odds and some of the matchups, like there there's some good ones out there outside outside of New York and uh, the Jets and the Giants. You know, looking at Carolina versus Tampa Bay, seeing if the Panthers can challenge Tom Brady. That's literally the division championship for the NFC South. Um, Looking around the league, there's some backups playing, right? So, I mean, we'll see what happens with Jared Stidham. And uh, I just saw David Blau. If you watched Hard Knocks this year, David Blau was on the Lions, and he got cut, and then he went to Minnesota, and he just signed with the Cardinals. There's like a trend of quarterback signing late and then playing that week. You saw Baker Mayfield sign 48 hours before he played with the Rams. You saw Josh Dobbs last night eight days after he signed with the Titans get the start. Now David Blau is going to start for the Cardinals against the Falcons. I just think that with all of these backups and different things, the lines don't matter. So there might be a way for you to cash in, might be a way for you to make some money. Like the 49ers versus the Raiders with Jared Stidham. Raiders claim that they're trying to keep Derek Carr healthy for, you know, three different options. I don't know what they're going to do. When I'm looking at this Vikings-Packers game, the, the Packers are favored at home in Green Bay. The Vikings are a 12-win football team, but no one really believes in them, right? They're fraudulent like the Dallas Cowboys. No one really believes in them either. Maybe Aaron Rodgers knocks off Minnesota. He's done it plenty in his career, and uh, the Packers stay alive. The Packers are fighting. 
L.A. versus L.A., the Rams and Chargers. Uh, Baker Mayfield versus Justin Herbert. The Chargers should handle business there. And I'm looking forward to uh, Sunday night, my guy Kenny Pickett and the Steelers versus Tyler Huntley and the Ravens. Mike Tomlin's teams, this is their time of year. This is when, you know, they fight to win games. And uh, they've got two games to be a winning team. They're 7-8. and eight. I think they end up... Uh, you know, winning eight games, but we'll see. There's a, there's good matchups coming up, and then Monday Night Football, that's that's the best matchup of the weekend. That is potentially an AFC Championship preview. The Buffalo Bills versus the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen. Uh, Monday night, January 2nd, that's going to be a good one. I'll have eyes on that. So call me up, folks, 877-337-6666. I promise we are going to go phone, phone, call, call, Different subjects, different topics. The rest of the way out, I've got two hours. Call me up, and I'll be right back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.